Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you slap nuts listening to the podcast, episode 42 yeah. of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Uh, this one might actually end up being a little shorter than we expect it to be, just because I don't feel like there's as much we need to go crazy in depth to. Yeah. WrestleMania was huge and long, but this time, that's what she said. Uh, it's mm. TakeOver and Raw and SmackDown generally is what we're going to be talking about. I feel like those are the big things to talk about from the week. We do have a little bit of news to get to as well, but let's do this first. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. If you want to follow us on Facebook, on the Twitter at ESPR99. Send us an email, ESPR at FM99.com. And as usual, you can find us on FM99.com, right under the media tab, ESPR, or on major most of your major podcast apps. Search ESPR, maybe add in WWE if you need to. Uh, and now that that's out of the way, let's dive right into the news. <clears throat> I'm trying to time it out. I'm in my head. I can't hear the music, but I know it's there, so we should be good now. Um, let's talk about first the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble. We talked about that being on the network, which is cool. Um, we've got lots of people announced for it. Yeah. Chris Jericho returning. That's pretty cool. Uh, they've announced some of the entrants so far that will be in the match. Daniel Bryan, Kane, Big Show, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin, uh, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Chris, uh, Chris Jericho, Apollo... Oh, Apollo Crews, that's right. I was like, who's Apollo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Shelton Benjamin, Sin Cara, Elias, Chad Gable, Goldust, Titus, O'Neal, uh, Mojo Raleigh, and Dolph Ziggler. Um, so, yeah, they said Chris Jericho back in that. That's pretty neat. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in a steel cage match for the WWE Championship, Universal Championship. Triple H versus John Cena, that's cool. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Sheamus and Cesaro versus either Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt or The Revival for the vacant Raw Tag Titles. And Seth Rollins versus The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe in a four-way ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. So, uh, you, cool. you also got Undertaker and Rusev. Yeah, that was announced, which is weird because there's no <laughs> way, there's no storyline there. Is this just going to no. be another two-minute squash for the Undertaker? It's a casket match. It's I don't a know what real shame do. that it has to be Rusev to yeah. go through this, though. Yeah, for everything he's been doing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm fine with guys like being willing to to give the Undertaker these moments and everything. Um, I feel like this is the Undertaker's last ride, no pun intended. Um, and so, it, and I think if you're fighting him, I, I, I think at, at this point you are a guy that is more of a name because yeah. it's because it's not like he's fighting like Mojo Raleigh where you're just like, well, that's pointless. well, like it would have been one thing if like Triple H decided to do it because Triple mm-hmm. H can take that kind of loss and nobody cares really, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and again, John Cena, same thing, but it's just. Rusev, I'm like, man, I don't know if this helps him right now. I'm not sure this is great for him. Uh, if yeah. Jinder hadn't just won the IC title or the, the US, US title. title, I'd say it should have been him or something. Yeah. You know, good spot for Jinder, all things considered, working with the Undertaker in a big moment. That would be for him. Um, but I just feel like Rusev. Yeah, it feels like they're doing everything they can to cool off his momentum. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't love. Um, but either way, it sounds like it's going to be a fun show. I'm excited about watching it. It's going to be April 27th, so that should be cool. Um, so that's neat. So we've talked about that. Let's see, uh, Bruce Pritchard. Now he's getting a show on the network, yeah, the WWE that? Network. That's pretty great. And it's going to be their podcast, essentially, um, on the network. And he's openly said their first show is going to be a subject they've never talked about before. And they're not going to be edited. They're not going to be censored or uh, for what they can say. And they're not going to be told what to talk about. So he said it's going to be what you get when you listen to the podcast. I'm excited about yeah, that. This I think is, that's cause, cool. Because they did a promo over the weekend during yeah. all the shows, all the 400 hours of wrestling they had over the weekend. And that was one of the things. So it's like the Bruce Richard podcast? Is he something else to wrestle with? Are you kidding me? Something else to wrestle with, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty great. Yeah, uh, It's going to be him and Conrad Thompson. So that's going to be cool. Wow. Good for that's him. very cool. Yeah, I agree. Very cool. Um, you've got the uh, – we talked about The Undertaker returning. thought this was pretty cool. The Raw rating came in for uh, the Raw oh. after WrestleMania. Uh, for comparison, I want to point this out, okay? The last year's Raw after WrestleMania got a 2.35 rating, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a little less than 3.5 million people, okay? 
Uh, WrestleMania 33, so two two years back, I'm guessing. Yeah, got a 2.62, which is over. It's about three and three quarter million people. Okay, uh, this one got a 2.72. Wow. Yeah, which is almost four million viewers. Good for them. Yeah, that's it- awesome. Capitalizing that momentum, it was a good show to have that many viewers. It was, it was, um, and you started off with with a big segment with Ronda and Stephanie, and yeah, and I feel like that can segue us into the Raw discussion right there. Yeah, um, Raw, a lot of fun, good show. The WWE finally figured out how to handle the Raw after WrestleMania crowd. You know what you do? You give them a good show. Yeah, it's easy. This was probably I, one of the best post WrestleMania shows oh, in, a, in a while. Yeah, it was. And by the way, it was. I hated the line they delivered at the beginning about like, "Oh, this is one of those nights where people cheer who they usually boo and boo who they usually cheer." No, don't no, say that. no. They boo who they dislike, <laughs> and they cheer who they like. Yep, that's just the way. It's the way it always is. You're just not listening most of the year. This crowd is full of those people, so they're loud, they're rambunctious, and you can't ignore them. Is the problem? Now, don't get me wrong. I've been critical of the crowd taking. The, the show into their own hands sometimes. Like, again, what do we have? The Shield and, and Cesaro and, and Sheamus last year or something? Yeah. In a yeah. tag match? Well, um, yeah. Well, you had, well, had the, the a couple of years ago was the Orton-Sheamus uh, match. Right, right, right. But it was like, wasn't it last year that they crapped on that one and they had the beach ball and everything? Yeah, with like Finn Balor or somebody. Yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and it was this like, is Finn Balor. This is what you should want. This is going to be a great match and you were crapping all over it. But they crapped on the tag match on Monday of all the one match. Well, it's a good match, but the, which, but the revival one? against. It was okay. It was okay, and it's two teams that mean nothing right now. Is the yeah, problem. but it's it's nice to see the revival. Like, oh do no, something. I agree. I agree with it, you. It, it is. It, it's just the crowd. I mean, they're just going to lose to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. It, yeah, but. exactly. But this is like, but that's the thing. Like, well, we like these teams, and right. then you crap all over the two teams that you that you want to like. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, but you know what? As far as things go for that night, could have been a lot worse. Yep. Um, they could have crapped over Bobby. Lashley. They could have crapped all over a lot of stuff. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. When yeah. they announce the Superstar Shakeup coming next week, love it. And it's going to take part across two days to keep SmackDown feeling important. I love that too. That is a good move. That's a great move. Um, so that's cool. That's coming. We were talking about wondering if that was going to be a thing. So maybe some guys that we've seen that kind of need a fresh start might get mixed up a little bit. I'm thinking Finn could be one of those guys. Go over to SmackDown and uh, get himself kind of a refresher over there. You know what I mean? Have him fight Shinsuke. Have him fight Shinsuke. Have him fight AJ. Have him fight Daniel Bryan. Have him fight. You know what I mean? Just let, there's so many matches. Let over there. SmackDown be the wrestling show, which yeah. which last night, you know, which it was which, a good show last it was night. Was absolutely great, and the yeah. fact that Shinsuke robbed people of a great match. Is, well, we'll get to that. Is, is We're not there yet. I know. We're not there I know. Yet, it's Dave. called jumping ahead. Well, it's not a tease when you tell them. <laughs> I think they know what happened. Probably, probably. That's very true. They probably do know what happened. Um, yeah, so we got the Superstar Shake-Up coming, which is good. A few people I'd like to see switch around a little bit and maybe freshen themselves up a bit. Uh, like you said, they opened the show with Ronda Rousey and Stephanie. Basically a repeat of the end of WrestleMania or their WrestleMania match. Yeah, but, but the, the crowd was hot. Point. It was point. The crowd was hot. The crowd was, was, was going nuts for it, and they loved every second of it. Ronda was super popular. And uh, it looks like I think this is going to continue the feud between them. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, well, I'm curious with that. Or does it get her off of TV for a while? Or she might be off a little to, bit to recover, and then yeah. But I, I don't think the feud's you, over. You know, then then the, then she goes, okay. Well, I got so and so the fight yeah. night challenge. That's or yeah, it'll be something like that. You know, I'm is guessing. it going to be Charlotte next maybe week? Maybe Oscar because Oscar. We don't know what's going on with her. We never saw her after SmackDown or something. Maybe it becomes. Yeah. You know, maybe she becomes Stephanie's hired gun. Essentially, you know, that could be kind of cool. another heel. Hmm. That could be kind of cool. But for me. Build that up for SummerSlam at least, because yeah, that's a big yeah. match. That's a big match. Like Ronda has the popularity necessary for, to main event something. Like somebody brought this up the other day, and they said in a year or two, depending on how this all plays out, they could see Ronda Rousey and Charlotte headlining WrestleMania. 
And I was like, that'd be amazing if that happened. That would be great. Hey, looking back at Sunday, Charlotte and Asuka should have headlined that show the way that show went down. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Um, also on uh, Raw, we talked. you mentioned it, Bobby Lashley returned. Awesome to see him return. That's suplex. Yeah. You know, there's Davey Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, was a guy who yeah. used to do the vertical suplex and hold him up there for like 30 seconds. I don't know how long this was. Long time. But it was a long, long time. time. I, I felt bad around. for him. I was like, good <laughs> lord. And he let go with one hand, yeah. and he was like, just champ pulling the crowd in. And I was like, good God. Like, that was impressive. Uh, it was a good debut for him, nice and simple. Yeah. yeah. Layout Elias, who I'm guessing is one of those people who might get sent over to SmackDown for the shakeup. Yeah. They always do that to people right before they get sent to the oh, other yeah. brand. Yeah. Hey. They make them look bad. Yeah, send them to SmackDown to make them look bad. Yeah. But they do that the other way, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, Raw, the same thing will happen. If you're on SmackDown and you're going to Raw, you look stupid before you get. How does that help anybody? I don't get it. But either way. It was just—it was a good debut for for uh, Lashley. It, it, you know, it's weird because what Bobby was ten years ago, he mm-hmm. was their darling. Yeah, where you thought like yeah, this he was, is a guy, but he wasn't ready yet. He wasn't ready. You, you know, you know, and then he. This is a guy who benefited from going away. Yeah, doing which other things, then being in TNA, get seasoned. Um, being in TNA, he and A actually helped him. His first run in TNA was bad. Yeah, his second run though in 2016 was great. He became like the best heel in the company. And I hope that that's what we see from him here because he was really good. He learned how to cut a promo. Yeah. I was thrilled that, about that, that. That That's the big thing with him because he, yeah. he couldn't do that 10 years ago. He was always a freak athletic, you know, uh, uh, athlete of, uh, you know, any nature. And so that was great. But it just, once you put a camera on him, he like deer in a headlight. Yeah. You know, and we just yeah. didn't know what to do. But, I mean, but considering that 10 years ago, you know, he had the big match yeah. with the whole million dollar or the battle of the that billionaires. That was great. That was great. It was one of the best matches the, from that mania. That that he, for him though, I mean, the fact that he was like, okay, well, you're going to be our guy. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, then he had some issues after that. But yeah. um, we mentioned TNA simply because he was there. Uh, so did WWE. They mentioned TNA because <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn showed up asking Kurt for a job. And yeah. it was great. Because Kurt goes, I'm not hiring tag teams right now. I think TNA's hiring. And I went, whoa! Like, that was amazing. Yeah. That was so funny. But I liked the, that dynamic because you saw Owens kind of turn on Zayn a little bit. You know what I mean? And then Zayn was completely caught off guard yeah. by it. And it's it's obviously the fracturing of what's going on between those two. And I think they might end up separated, and we'll figure out what goes on from there. I like him as a team, but man, did they have a great match on Monday. They really did have a good you, match. You know, I, I, get, I wish it had gotten to go all a little longer. But. I, I get the ending. Yeah, but but yeah. that was like, can Kevin Owens trust like that all the time? I mean, Sammy has been has been great in the last few months, but I I enjoyed that that Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was good. I it's it's there's one thing that I, I I'm worried about, and that's that Kevin Owens gets the spot and Sammy goes to two hundred five live. Not that I think that's bad necessarily, but I think Sammy's beyond that. He I is. think he's beyond that at this point. I almost like to see him, but I don't want to. But he could become, have some great matches. Become there. a gimmick, but almost like go to NXT for. I was going to say, what if he goes to NXT <laughs> because he doesn't get the job on Raw? I mean, that could be kind of cool, you yeah. know? Yeah, but I don't want it to be a demotion for him. But just understand, like, no, no, no. I, but he shouldn't treat it like one. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should treat it like um, he, you know, NXT's had this big coup because they signed Sami Zayn, and, and, and then maybe it's like a redemption thing for him, and then he can yeah, become maybe. this big guy, and then yeah. he's like, oh. I agree. I think that could be kind of cool. Uh, Samoa Joe showed back up. Had yeah. a, cut a great promo. Yeah, he did. Cut a great promo on Roman Reigns. Um, which, by the way, yeah, God, yeah. I hate Roman. Um, while he delivered the lines fine, the promo itself was so stupid. It was. It was. Wh- hold on. Now he almost seems like a tinfoil hat guy because he's trying to talk about some conspiracy against him. What, hold on. What conspiracy that you weren't told that Brock resigned? That only matters in a booking aspect, which yeah. you shouldn't be referencing. And then on top of that, you weren't told face to face that you were going to get a rematch at Great. I saw somebody write it. They were, oh, poor baby. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Why is anybody supposed to cheer for this guy? 
He's yeah. whining. Yeah, yeah. If he's supposed to be the guy, why are you complaining about getting a title match? Oh, now they put me in a title match. Okay, if you're the champion, you should be the one complaining about the fact you have to wrestle a title exactly. match against somebody like Roman Reigns. Exactly. A guy, and, and that's another thing. <laughs> why was he gifted a yeah. title match when he got his ass handed to him by the champion the night before at WrestleMania? Lost cleanly. Cleanly, but he got his ass yeah, handed yeah, to him. Yeah, but there was there was no like you know like oh man uh, Brock stole that because he did this. Right, there was no cleanly. Yeah, and it's not like he it's not like he was the champion and lost it, so yeah. he's entitled to a rematch. No, you lost, dude. You just lost. This, Bad. This is why people don't like Roman. Yeah, if the dude can go in the ring, but when you do this kind of crap, this is what turns people. It off. reinforces what people don't like about him. You gave him a horrible promo to cut that made no sense no. from a good guy standpoint at all. You know what I mean? And not to mention the fact that... <sighs> God, Samoa Joe was great. That was a But Samoa Joe was great. He saved that whole thing because he was yeah. so good. You're a failure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he was amazing. He was amazing. I loved it. I'm a little worried that Brock signed a short-term contract and he's just dropping the title to, to, to Roman in India. Yeah, safer crowd. Be, because it'll be... Yeah, there'll be a safer crowd. Or Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that concerns me a little bit. Because I'm like, wow, really? If you're the, you are that not confident in him that you're like, scrap whatever we were planning yeah. for WrestleMania, and we're gonna do it at a whole nother show. I feel like they almost created it just for this. Yeah, yeah, it was you a, know? almost like what happened Sunday at Mania. It's almost like a storyline for the next pay per view, which Mania sh- shouldn't always be about that because it usually should be. Sometimes ending, it should be a chapter, en- ending feuds, right, and starting feuds, right. I mean, sometimes yeah. it can be used as a chapter. It just depends on what kind of a story you're telling. Like yeah. we're talking Austin Rock. There were multiple years in that story, yeah, where it went through. We're talking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Where you know, there's certain storylines that works in. Not but, this, because we're not going to get to another mania with Brock and him, I don't think. No, no, because because I thought, to me, the book closed on Sunday with that kind of ending. Like, yeah, like a Shinsuke, it should have. Like yeah, like a Shinsuke AJ Styles, well, that was the beginning of a new chapter because right. of the heel turn. Right. You had something there. Right. It's essentially a new character. I mean, he's yeah. not. He's, he's It's an evolution of that character, but it's not the same story. Let me ask you this conspiracy theory. Okay. All right, because WWE usually likes it when some- I feel like we we need we, like I w- I wish we could use copyrighted <laughs> music because I put the X Files theme right here. <laughs> okay, um, New Day <laughs> had 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 the long title reign to be demolition because somebody demolition had like the lawsuit. Uh, the fact that because because Brock Lesnar, by the way, the first guy mm-hmm. since Hulk Hogan going from WrestleMania five to WrestleMania six to hold the to, the title mm-hmm. from two consecutive WrestleManias, and mm-hmm. it's been almost nearly thirty years. He is getting close to passing CM Punk for the, I say, modern day record, but yeah. more current consecutive days holding a championship. Now, yeah. now, do you think that uh, they'll have him beat that record? Because I mean, they don't d- like it depends. Punk? Is he going to get past the greatest Royal Rumble? <laughs> if he makes it past greatest Royal Rumble, yes, for sure, for sure. But it almost feels unfair to say that when he defends it four times a year. You know, it almost feels. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's irrelevant. He's he's held it that long. Yeah, but it's it, it almost feels unfair to make that comparison. Um, but it, you know, it's whatever. They could have booked him to lose at any time at yeah. any of those yeah. ones he did. Because how many times have we thought, oh, it's going to be Braun? It's, it's yes. going to be maybe Samoa Joe's got a chance, or they got the big four way, the no. great match at SummerSlam. It was great. It was great. Um, yeah, no, and I, you know what? I'm saying this now. I think you need to do more of those with Brock and his title matches, simply because the standard Brock match is not appealing anymore. Especially not against Roman. Yeah, th- this was not. It was not a good match. You know what? I irritated me more as I thought about it later was that he he took sec- six F fives, one through a table. Yeah. To beat Roman Reigns, it took one to beat Braun. Mm-hmm. It took one to beat Samoa Joe. It took. You know. You see what I'm saying? Oh it yeah, took, yeah. One, one all year long. One. 
And I'm saying, if you wanted to do three F5s, fine, whatever. Roman yeah, is your took, Superman. It took three to be an Undertaker. And yeah. That's the Undertaker. It's your, it's your Superman. I get it. It is nonsense that it took six to beat. I'm still upset about that. I'm still upset about that. Anyway, um, yeah, and you wonder why people were crapping on the match. And yeah, I, I'd be curious what the crowd is like, and and, and maybe because they just don't care. Maybe I mean, you know, this is gonna be it's Roman Reigns, and we love him because you tell us to. I don't know. Or, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be very interesting. I would love it if they crapped God, on. The what, match. I was say, what if they were just <laughs> as negative as the fans here? That would chanting be things that we don't know because it's in different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding, right? <laughs> that would be amazing. I would look it up just try to figure it out. <laughs> um, you had a debut from the Authors of Pain. They came out and crushed Heath Slater and Rhino, so that was great. Uh, good. Dumping Paul Ellerly as a manager. Pellering, yep, Paul well, well, and again, Paul doesn't want to do the full time thing, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I nice to see him on Raw for the first time in twenty years. Yeah, for a long time. I don't think time. he was ever. Was he ever on Raw? Maybe the no, he may not have been because I don't think he was with the War the Road Warriors when they showed up. Uh, I'm trying to remember the early days. We didn't have no. I think no, he was gone by then. Yeah, and, and, then, but, and then when the LED came back, they had Sunny, and then yeah. it was just them. Yeah. Wow. So he makes his one. You know, which I'm happy for him. He's a legendary guy. For uh, sure, in the business, yeah, yeah and, and it's know. possible we're forgetting. Maybe he was on somewhere, and we just don't remember. <laughs> but I mean, as far as we can tell, I don't think he's ever been on Raw before. Uh, God, in the early days of Raw, I mean, LED wasn't there, right. and when they came back, maybe he was they, on they a had, cameo they had, somewhere. They had Sunny, but maybe that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So hard to believe we're kind of you know the but, biggest debut. Again, they looked great. I'd they like did. to see him to uh, keep managing in NXT, and like I'd like to see him now pair up with a uh, War Machine down there. I think they'd be a good fit for him. Um, uh, Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Turning over the tag titles. We said that it might happen like that. They might relinquish the yeah. titles or something. I thought it was cute and funny. He's got a scheduling conflict, the fourth grade. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny. And Nicholas seemed, you know, into the moment. Like, yeah. Got these hands. Crowd popped big for it. It was fun. It was fun and it's over and we're back to the real tag team. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I, I kind of don't. I mean, it's it's great. It's not great because it kind of like this This is the tag team champions. Chip. Yeah. Belt, yeah. you know, because but I mean, we're getting right back to it with serious teams yeah. and everything. I mean, it's, it's it's a minor detour. I don't feel like it's going to do. Well, too much I, it gave them that because it kept them out of the main event. Because yeah. I th- I think they held on held them out in case for whatever reason. And now they're mm-hmm. uh, he now he needs to find something. Agreed, agreed. Um, the Hardys, some stuff around that. Matt Hardy and Bray <laughs> Wyatt uh, worked as a team. They beat Titus O'Neil and Apollo. Uh, I'm fun. I'm fine with them as a team. The thing for me was the the re debut of Jeff Hardy. Yeah, look good. Yeah, look good. Uh, showed up to help Seth and Finn, and then he had that great backstage promo with his brother. Oh, that was awesome. Which was so weird. And then he, the camera panned yeah. and showed <laughs> Seth and Finn just both like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so confused. Jeff waves it off. Yeah, it was great. I it, loved it. I, I, I did love Matt Hardy directing the crowd. Yeah, I did too. Because yeah. when, when Titus did some great things, and Matt's like, wonderful. Yeah. And, and they're all applauding. And yeah, the crowd's yeah, yeah. Like, please, please, we're on audiences of future shows. Keep doing that. Play along uh, with Matt. Play along with Matt because that, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. It 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 was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and this and to see you know his brother do that stuff backstage. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know. It was a lot of fun. There there is fun. good things in and um in store for those guys. I think it was a good things. Honestly, looking at Raw last night with the people they had debut and just some of the directions things are going, and I'm really pumped about the upcoming. You know, several months in, in WWE's uh, uh, online television. Yeah, Ember Moon. Oh my God, she debuted and she was great. She, yeah. I, I loved it. The yeah. crowd was hugely excited for her. She was the first NXT debut, so they were ready for somebody to yeah. show up. Yeah. And she did, and they popped like crazy. She was a good partner for Jax. And she got to be an Alexa Bliss. She did. So good for her. Good for yeah. her. Uh, you, had the, uh, the, the, you know what's funny? It's probably the low light of the whole show was the six-man tag at the end of the show. And not because it was bad. It was just very formulaic after the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, it, they ended it with a feel-good moment. I get it. Yeah. I get it. 
Um, but no big angle or anything. No, no huge no. angle or anything like that. Uh, but, but I'm happy for Seth, though, because may- maybe that means for Seth that he's going to be that guy to, to to carry that load. But you know what? And, and, and I'm fine with that because he's been – since his injuries, he, this is the best he's been. Right. And, and, and you know, he's a face. Yeah. But he's been he's been having fun. He's putting out good, great I matches. agree. I agree. Um, the only other thing really worth mentioning from it, and I'm only bringing this up because of a certain person. Uh, well, we had Paige's retirement speech. That yeah. was, of course, big moment. We all kind of saw it coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, sad, of course, but then that'll lead us to SmackDown, where we'll talk about that some more. But I thought it was a classy speech, and the crowd gave her she's respect. She's really good on the mic. She is very good. When she's sincere about something, she's yes, very good. Yes. Um, but it, it was sad. But again, that leads us to Tuesday. We'll get there in a moment, and we'll talk about that. Uh, but good, good, uh, good speech from her. The only other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is because of. Uh, I saw a guy talking about this uh, by the, some some guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, his name uh, No Way Jose showed up. Oh yeah, homeboy was not a fan of Ember Moon, but he's all in for No Way Jose. And I said, "Well, hold, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah." Explain this to me. I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, Ember five star match Moon, you're not in for, but Adam Rose two point you're all in." I was like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now?" That to me was because, the weakest segment on Monday. Like, I get it. He's just there to be fun and everything. And you know what? If they get rid of the Rosebud type act, I'm fine. I, I can be more okay with it. He's a good time party guy, blah, blah, blah. Just come out there by himself, do his thing, yada, yada, yada. Because it works okay in NXT. The crowd enjoys it. It's fun. The, the Rosebud thing, go away. Stop no, it. I no, don't need no, it. I'm hoping it was just a Raw after WrestleMania thing, and we're done with it. Because I just don't care about No Way Jose. I just don't. You know, a friend of mine uh, who's a pro wrestler wrestled him um, oh. uh, back in... Uh, Oh God, where was it? I want to say it might have been in Florida, um, wow. there, but down there with the, and uh, he gave him a concussion. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of great how that happens. Uh, so like, we're like, does he know where he is right now? No, you gave him a concussion. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, in, in reality, I don't know if that's if if that's gonna have a shelf life there. I, I I got a feeling this is something Vince is like Vince likes, and this is gonna be a comedy role, right? And now we're gonna move over to SmackDown. Where we had a lot of other stuff that happened. Uh, uh, very yeah. impressive. Very impressive was, show. We had this was the first week where I feel like I saw Raw and I was like, damn, that was a good Raw. And then I saw SmackDown and I was like, damn, that was a good SmackDown. Yeah. It definitely equal levels. I almost want to say I don't want to say SmackDown was better, but but they did a lot in that show. I they did a lot. I will say that. I feel like maybe equal simply because the, the SmackDown had less time. Yeah. And as the B show, you, you know, say what you want, folks, it is. It is um, as, as the B show, you don't expect them to even get the real debuts and stuff. They usually save that for the Raw. That was, yeah, because we yeah. just said, so, I mean, well, they got two, a little bit there. Right? Just a two, with the, uh, yeah. which we'll get into after we'll the get that in a minute. Uh, but Shane McMahon opened the show, talked about how Dan O'Brien was resigning as uh, the GM of SmackDown. And that was good news, because that means that he has been officially reinstated as yeah. an active in-ring competitor yes. for SmackDown. And I was like, that's awesome. So that's great. And he introduced the new GM, Paige. Nice. I like it. I'm really glad that she's not gone from the company. Yeah, yeah. Because she's so young, dude. She's 25. Yeah, 25. It was just She crazy. could be a rock girl. Yeah, because she's been wrestling for like, <laughs> what, uh, for 12 years, you know, considering how oh, she, yeah. or, or she, or yeah. she's been in the business for 12 years. Yeah. yeah I think she said family. she had her first match at like 16 or yeah. something. So like she's been wrestling for like nine years. So I mean, she's a, a vet at this point. Different but. labor laws in the UK. Yeah, very different. <laughs> very, especially when your yeah. mom and dad run the yeah, company. Yeah, she's yeah, just a little bit older than Nicholas when she started. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just saying, Nicholas got a championship earlier than her. I'm just, yeah. you know, no offense or anything. Yeah. Nicholas had a Mania match and a title win. He has the best uh, He has the best WrestleMania record ever. Yep, yep. You Until he comes I mean? back in 10 years and wrestles. He's the youngest champion in <laughs> WWE history. Yeah. And I don't think that record will ever be broken. Nope, nope. Ever. Because uh, he beat, uh, who was the youngest champion before this? 
Because uh, I remember was it was it, The Rock, was and it, then it became Brock, Brock and, and then it became Randy Orton. Yeah. And I feel like somebody might have beat him. I don't remember. I'll, 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 as you talk about her speech, I will yeah, she did. Up. She came out and did a little speech about how uh, WWE was given her this opportunity and everything, and she was really excited. And it was just nice to see her back. She seemed genuinely happy to be there. She was very emotional the night before on Raw, and uh, just good for her. You know what I mean? Really good for her. And I, I think... This would be really promising seeing her on, her on SmackDown. Yeah, and, and she can talk. That, yeah, she that, absolutely that, that's can That's the talk. one thing that she can do is I, she's a talker. I do wish whoever started telling her to wear the makeup she does would stop it. Because back in the day, she wore more like not as much. She wore a little bit of like her her eyeshadow was always some variation of a light, like kind of a pale uh, uh, purple or blue or something. And she always wore like the nude lipstick colors. Yeah. And that was a good look for her. I don't dig the really dark reds and the glittery, thick eyeshadow stuff. It looks kind of bad. Yeah. Like, and I know, I'm, I'm, I, seriously, this is not what you want to hear on Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm just looking at her last night going, God, that looks weird. I just don't like it. Um, but whatever. I'm not here to judge her for her appearances. That's not what she's there for. No, but, um, she, but, she, but she can talk, which is She can great. absolutely talk. She can talk and she can wrestle, and that's infinitely more important than her eyeshadow. <laughs> so... Um, and she made uh, a couple of matches that were went over big time. Like, uh, for instance, uh, you know, maybe a little main event. Yeah. Between Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. That that that's a pay per view main event. It is anywhere, anytime. As soon as she said it, I kind of had the impression I was like, oh, okay, well, then we know we're going to get it, and some kind of non finish here yeah. because they're not going to give this away on free television. Um, then you had, uh, she also made the Usos versus the New Day, yep. and the winner of that earning a title shot against the Bludgeon Brothers at the Greatest Royal Rumble event. Uh, and you had, uh, that was actually, I think the first match you had after that was the tag match. And it was Jimmy and Jay versus, they went with, uh, Xavier and Big E this time. Yeah. Good match. Fun match. Didn't go quite as long as I would have liked, but a really good match nonetheless. And the Usos get the win there. They're going to face the Bludgeon Brothers at the Greatest Royal Rumble event. God, I hope it's more than a squash match this time. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I hope it's competitive. And I, I know it's different because I mean, this is just a one-on-one tag team match, you know, because they literally two teams. So I, unless mm-hmm. they jump them and do something different, uh, does that mean with the superstar shakeup going, you know, because people lose and they go to New Day might show, end up on Raw. You know, going back on Raw. Maybe. It's very possible. It's very possible. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of interested to see. Like, I feel like, in okay, champions can't be sub- subject to this, to the superstar shakeup, right? They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, and not only shouldn't they be, but it would be dumb because you can't have the guy who's holding the giant red belt all of a sudden on the blue brand. Yeah. You know, like we color-coded the belts. <laughs> this doesn't work. Um, so I feel like the champions are going to not be up for up for uh, the superstar shake which is fine. I'm good with that. I'm fine with the champions staying where they are. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, we've got that going on. Uh, you also had, uh, after that, it was Naomi and Natalia. Eh, fine. You know, it was okay. Nothing amazing. Yeah. I don't like that they're, they're going to do the same thing with Naomi that they did with Baron Corbin. They're going to make her have that stupid trophy with her all the time. Stop it. She got it the one night. Let that be it. Somebody, they need to make a prop version of that where just somebody smashes it. Yeah. I know it's disrespectful to any trophy. But like it's it needs to be part of an angle. Yeah, AJ's trophies and awards right now is furious with you for this suggestion. <laughs> they're like, no. A lot of work goes into those, Dave. Um, yeah, but I, I I agree with you. At least that would keep her from having to bring it around every week. Yeah. Because it's just ridiculous that this giant trophy is out there every week. Who cares? She shouldn't have to have it with her in the in the talking segments and everything. And we saw her win it. That's all we need. Yeah, but but it, but it sells it afterwards. It's like King Only of the Ring. Only to a degree. Only to a degree. Yeah, and you know what? People usually crap all over the people in the King of the Ring outfits for a while afterwards, too. 
I get it. You were the king of the ring. Guess what? There's one guy, maybe one of the most successful king of the ring ever. I don't recall him ever wearing a scepter and a crown. And he a, and never a, did. Yeah, he, he went over there, he cut a promo, yeah. said he wasn't even going to wear that <laughs> yeah. crap. And then he went on to become, you know, kind of the most popular superstar ever yeah. in wrestling, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Clearly, I'm talking about Billy Gunn. No, I'm just talking. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Billy wear the crown? No, I don't. Who cares what Billy did? <laughs> um, so after that, Charlotte Flair came out. She talked about uh, her match with Asuka and everything, and it was great. She was, it was a good little promo. Yep. And then she was interrupted by an NXT call-up. Really, two of them. Two of them. Two yep. of them. The Iconic duo, now they're yeah. called the Iconics, which I don't know if I like that better or not. The icon- I like the Iconic duo better. That's I like the Iconic duo better, yeah. but I get the impression that somebody doesn't like it because it's too much like the dynamic duo. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get, I get why they'd want to do the change. But it's not the Iconics. It was Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Happy for Peyton. Happy for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, Peyton Royce is so gorgeous. <laughs> the, uh, I'm so happy she's on my weekly television now. Um, but they came out, cut a good, good heelish promo. Um, I would like to see something like this. If you're debuting as a bad guy and the fans start doing the NXT, NXT, don't just soak it up and smile. Like, I mean, you're supposed to be the bad and they're not just bad guys. It's not like, it's not like they're going to go out there and pretend to be the good guy and then turn or something like that. They were bad guys the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So like what you could do is let them do that for a second and then go, yeah, NXT, those losers we left behind (laughs) because we're here now. Thank you. You know, and it's something like that. Get the heat back. You know, but I mean, whatever. It not not a big deal. Well, it was a good well, promo. Well, they got their heat by beating up. Charlotte. Oh God, did they get their heat by beating up Charlotte? <laughs> be brutal. God, did that, that was a vicious beatdown. I by the way love that she was completely limp as they got her back in the ring after that vicious looking yeah, powerbomb yeah. on the outside. I, I loved that because that's something I always laugh about when they try to drag a lifeless body in the ring, but the dude stands up and rolls for them in yeah. the ring. I hate it, man. But that was nice. It was a really good beatdown, and then we had. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, yes. And I counted it. You can now spell champion if you'd rather do that. C-H-A-M-P-I-O-N, yes. Yeah, which I'm sure is coming at some point. That's got to happen. Um, Finally. But I, I love the drama. It, yeah, but... With the referee. <laughs> was it Chris? I think I want to say it was Chris who doesn't email us like we ask him to. Yeah. He um, was saying... He didn't get why the referee was acting so confused. It just looked weird. And I agree with him. That just It kind of looked off from the moment. And I get it. They did it to create drama. Was she going to have enough time to cash it in and everything? And all the other times that she goes to cash and she's not sure she changes right, her right, mind. Right. I mean, it's because something it. happens. But I do think that a better way to sell it, because it, it was an awkwardly long amount it of time for long. him to be like, are you sure? Are you, what, are you, what, do you, what do you want to do with this? You want to cash it in? Is this worth money? No, it's not worth money. No, you okay? T- title match? What? What but, are we doing? But it was fun it, to watch her panic. Right, right, right. But I get that. But he could have very easily gone a different route, and she still could have panicked. Yeah. I, I was talking to Chris. So I was like, I get it. They were just stalling for time to try and create drama. Yeah. And, which it was fine. It worked. But I was like, to make it seem a little more natural, I maybe would have gone the route of him looking like disgusted by the fact that she wants to do this on on Charlotte right now. You know what I mean? And like him not being in a hurry to cash it in for her, <laughs> and she could freak out and tell you know like. But, well, um, he did take his time even afterwards, which was just fun yeah. to watch her panic. And the, oh my gosh, and, and, and the mind. audience is like, "Oh, oh my gosh!" You know, yeah. which but that's but that creates a, a great moment of that drama because oh, how many for times sure. for we sure. see somebody that's about to cash in and either like you know like somebody takes her out or mm-hmm. like I remember like Punk like you know when he had the briefcase uh, when he beat Hardy for it, but, but before that you know all these teases for it and so many times I mean like even if the, he does hand her the briefcase and they do the thing and you know the the good guy gets up and knocks him out before yeah. they get a chance to cash it in I mean so I get it it was there to create drama and it worked people lost their minds so it worked just fine I just would have you know this is another way I might have done it yeah I'm not saying it didn't work it worked fine 
It just looked a little odd to me while I was watching it, but it worked just fine. The crowd reacted. They were they popped for the for the title change, uh, and that was that was exciting. This next thing was not um, Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Rusev. Um, the match guy, was all right. Wrong guy won. Oh my God! Did the the wrong guest guy won? The wrong guest <laughs> guy won. Does, eh, holy if, crap! If you tell me like like you know if you didn't tell me who went, it's like okay, well you need a Rude or Rusev, you know? Yeah, and, one of them. Rusev should have. Yeah, again. Rusev, yeah. why are they doing everything they can to kill his momentum? It just, it, I'm, that's probably not their goal. I'm sure that's not. It's never their their plan is never. Despite what you hear in dirt sheets and on wrestling websites and yada yada yada. WWE is never out to sabotage their own characters. No, unless somebody's on the way out, like back in the day, when somebody was leaving. Well, back in the day, they but would these leave, days, but... not so much. They want to, They're paying them to be there. They want to capitalize on them while they're there. They want to make sure they're he, making money on he them. He sells merch. And maybe their thought process is they don't need to do anything because he's already selling merch. You know, we can hold, we can put him on the back burner while we do these other things because he's already got merch going. But, but he's over organically, which, I which is you. hard to do. But we've seen a lot. But we've seen in the past, over organically doesn't always in, get no. you a push. No, it, it doesn't. But in fact, sometimes it seems to go against you. Yeah, and I think that that's what part of this is—the punishment of oh, well, I don't. Th- but see, I don't think it's a punishment. I think that when it's not, when they don't do it, they don't trust it. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the problem. When they control it, they're involved from the ground up. They have a feel for it. They understand it. When it's something they had nothing to do with, they don't get it. They don't understand it, and so they don't trust it. And so I don't think it's a sabotage. It's just unsure. Well, well, I think when Daniel Bryan was so over, and they were like, yeah. "Well, but or, but they already but they already had plans in place." Yeah, oh, it's Batista and Randy Orton. Yeah, and but you're see, gonna fight Sheamus. I had this. I had this thought process the whole time. Like I've thought about this since then. Years from now, I want them to talk to Triple H and them like later on because you know, I want to. I want to hear. A, I want to hear a, a, an in-depth interview. Was that the plan the whole time, or were you actually planning on inserting Daniel Bryan? And the whole point of this was to work up the crowd, because I don't know. It, yes, it seems like they changed on the fly for the crowd, but I don't know. Well, because it's not like they ignored the popularity of Daniel Bryan. They put him in a lot of situations that purposefully angered the fans. And that just resulted in a bigger reaction when he finally got in there. But you had, you know, a a main event that was on the levels of, and I think even on a worse level, Brock and Reigns. I agree with you, you, but I feel like that was by design. I feel like they knew they weren't going to get that kind of... Now, I feel like they wanted Batiste. That's the only reason why they brought him back, was to have him do this. Yeah, for sure. I don't know that that wasn't their plan the whole time. They had to have Randy and Batista, and then they just changed it. I just have this thought in the back of my head... That you know, you'll find out later on that it was all a work, you know, and it's entirely possible. I, I mean, it the, would not be the most, it would not be the most shocking thing in the world. They've worked us before on things that we thought were real. Uh, but even like CM Punk, who was, you know, I, I was scrawled about when he left at that point, and yeah. he talked about how you know he was going to f- initially fight Triple H, mm-hmm. and then you know I, Daniel was going to fight Sheamus, and he was the one that's like, no, like Daniel's on yeah, fire. But Dan- like, yeah, CM Punk said he was going to fight Sheamus, but even. No, well, Punk was going to fight Triple H. No, 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 I know, but CM Punk is the one telling us. The disgruntled guy is the one telling us this. The disgruntled guy is the one saying, well, he only got it because I left. <laughs> like, eh, that guy had a lot of sour grapes when he left. And but I, he understood why Daniel got it. Yeah, but I don't know that he did. I think he had, his, I think he had what he thought the reason was. And he may have had people telling him certain things, and he was taking different information. I'm not saying he made this up by 100%. I'm just not sure he's right about that because he's very eh, on some of the things he says. Like I remember his Colt Cabana podcast. Yeah, when he was on there with him talking about everything around there, and I remember him saying numerous times in the podcast, 
it's not about money. It, like, it's not about money. You know what I mean? He said that over and over and over again. And then numerous times in the podcast, he said it was about money. He kept talking about how the money was the issue. And I was like, all right, dude, you, you're talking about both sides of your face here. I don't know what to trust. This is the problem. Right. And then they've got things he says, and there's things other people say. How do I really know what the truth is is the problem. Daniel Bryan has even confirmed that he was supposed to fight Sheamus. This is but if interview. he was part of the storyline, why would he say he wasn't? This is a Newsday interview. I can tell you 100% this is back in 2015. Right, before. again. In fact, he I was, was supposed to not be in the main event. Initially supposed to face Sheamus in the fifth or sixth If match. he was supposed to be in the storyline, why wouldn't he say that? That fits with the, uh, with the, with the, the whole story. And again, I'm not saying this is how it is. I'm just saying I don't really yeah. know. Because I, I think a lot of it changed. Because once Punk left after Rumble, you, you, they were kind of in a spot. Because you know, they probably had, you know, like, you know, when they got guys booked no, long they term. They, they, he, if he was going to fight Triple H, they could have very easily just done somebody else in Triple H. They didn't have to move Daniel Bryan up to the main event because of that. No, I mean, no, he was going to fight. No, Punk was going to fight Triple H. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. But so how did that result in Brian going to the main event? Punk had nothing to do with that. Because they probably realized that it was going to be Randy Orton and Bautista and the crowd was crapping out of that. Right. Point. No, and I get that. And again, you're missing my point. I'm not saying that that wasn't the case, that they didn't make a last minute audible and decide to put Daniel Bryan in there. I'm saying nobody knows that they did that. I'm saying the possibility is there. They worked us the whole time because... It, now, the idea of throwing in Triple H, that may have been up in the air. That may have come out of oh, nowhere oh, because yeah. of Punk well, leaving. Because he needed the match right. plus for the show. Right, because then, Punk yeah. left, so that was obviously yeah. an audible that was called. However, we don't know that Brian wasn't supposed to work his way into that main event regardless. So I don't know. That's all I'm saying yeah. is I don't know. And one, I want to see a sit-down interview years from now where they sit down and they're more candid about these things from years ago. Yeah. And they admit stuff. When they retired. Yeah. Well, like Brits, Bruce Pritchard. He does that all the time now. He'll sit down and talk to you about stuff. Man, I got to tell you, the real stories are so boring sometimes because they're just not all the drama that you read about online. And that's what I'm saying is it's like so frequently we get these storylines sold to us by dirt sheets and, and websites and, and supposed insiders and yada, yada, yada. And then when you actually get the real story years later, it's like it's way more boring than that. It's like we weren't there wasn't some elaborate plan. There wasn't. It was just, hey, Hulk needs an opponent. Ah, What about Macho Man? You know, it's just it's something. You know what I mean? It just goes along those lines. And it's like. Uh, you know, so you gotta you wait years later to find yeah. out these these, but like the real story, stories. and I know we're sidetracking, but with like Brock, like Vince McMahon reportedly being upset at Brock Lesnar after Mania, they and, were both and, upset and, about and, something. And Brock throwing the title somewhere, and Shane yeah. confronting Brock or whatever. Yeah, and it was probably recorded for like Mania, like twenty four Mania, or whatever that they specially maybe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Oh, from what I understand, and from what I've read about it later, it's been blown way out yeah. of proportion. <laughs> like there were rumors going around that it was because he went into business for himself in the ring, and yada yada, yada and apparently that had nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, unless Vince get mad, he, he bloodied Roma, which okay, I get the blood. If you don't want but blood. apparently that didn't have anything to do with it. No. It was just, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe because he did open him the hard way. He did. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, which I had, I had a friend out there who was like, it wasn't even real blood. I'm like, yeah, it was. He cracked him right at his hairline. <laughs> and if you watched Raw the other night, you could see the stitches. He most certainly cracked him right at his hairline. Yeah, he was staying pretty good. He yeah, was... he got him. He did what he did to Randy Orton. Same yeah. thing. That elbow caught him and, and busted him open. Um, regardless. Again, I'm not. I, I'm just. I'm one of those people who doesn't like to just buy into that sort of thing. I like to to wait and kind of. I I understand where where the narrative leads, and that, it's yeah, probably yeah. that what that's what it is. But I just I, I'm wondering in my head because I love the idea that they worked us through that whole thing. I love that idea. Yeah. Well. It, well. To set up this. But I. I, I mean, maybe. You know, and maybe there was not like a tiff or whatever. But maybe. Maybe Brock was upset because the crowd cracked yeah. up the whole match. It's, it's very cause possible. Because like, you know, the him it's like. No, we're we're doing something good. There's a lot of drama here. He's kicking out of my move. Right. 
maybe he's angry them, because he knows that that's going to get that reaction because yeah. of, because it's rains and he's not trying to not being a dick to rains. But he just knows it, yeah. this is going to happen. So he gets through yeah. the match and he's mad because yeah. he got crapped all over. And, and, yeah, and, and he's like, and what are you doing to me? You know, I'm, I'm beating and trying to beat this guy and you're having him kick out of six of my finishers. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to be frustrated because but, it's not helping me out. Yeah, but apparently there was no, this didn't, there was no, like from what I saw later, it was like there was no lingering issues. They, yeah. they, the WrestleMania after party, nobody was talking about it. It wasn't no. an issue. You know, so apparently it could have been that big of a thing. Yeah, so, like, people yeah. were just blowing it out of proportion. They just might have been heated about something. For all we know, Vince wa- he walked back through the curtain and Vince was talking about how the Minnesota Vikings suck. And, <laughs> and you know, and, and Brock was like, hey, you son of a... You know what I mean? It was just, they were mad about that real quick. I, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, that was a tangent, but, it, you know, it was, it was fun. And it distracted <laughs> us from the fact that Randy Orton won and he's challenging oh, for the U.S. Yeah, title yeah, at Backlash. Yeah, bad, 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 bad. By, by the way, if you could pick the worst matches from last year, I'm going to go with Jinder and Randy Orton. Yeah, th- th- they that's, were pretty that's thing, terrible. Which, uh, that's why I'm surprised because those two didn't, like, of all the Jinder matchups, those were the worst. Oh, my God. They absolutely but, but, were. But you, you know what? For all the Randy matches, it wasn't as bad as the match against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I mean, House of Horrors was, was bad. But House of Horrors made me laugh because it was so bad sometimes. But the WrestleMania match. Gender, gender and, and and them, or Gender and Orton was so boring. The Pajambi prison match. Yeah, that was which, bad. Which was funny because was I, there was a comment where somebody's like, yeah, I couldn't see it. And then Randy's like, yeah, I couldn't watch it either. Or yeah, something yeah. Because, because it was cage. terrible. Um, and then we went from that to, oh, the, the, the Nakamura promo. Forgot about that backstage. Oh. Loved that because you're speaking. You're speaking just yeah. fine. <laughs> and then she asked him a question. What'd she ask him? Um, something about because uh, he was apologizing for everything he did. Yeah, he's like, oh, I uh, yeah, over, over. It was maybe uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he, apologizing for uh, not apologizing, but it's more like. Oh no, he did. He said, "I'm uh, so so sorry," but yeah. he was he was obviously. Full of it when he said it, you yeah. know what I mean. It was it was. Well, obviously... he winked. He winked at uh, Renee. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was obviously full of it when he said it. Um, he said a young said he seemed disingenuous and asked him the question again. Uh, why he gave Styles a low blow after the oh, match? Yeah. Um, he he said he became too emotional. He blah blah, yeah. blah and he gave the <laughs> wink. And then she was like, he didn't seem very genuine. She asked the question again, and his reply was, "Sorry, no yeah. speak English." <laughs> and then he walked away, and I'm like, "That's gr- that's a great heel card to use because we oh, know yeah. you do, yeah. you son of. Granted, limited, but we you just yeah. said it, you know. It's like, <laughs> uh, no speak English. It was yeah. great. It was it was he, good. I am not from what I'm reading. I am not familiar with his heel turn and when he wrestled in Japan. But mm-hmm. from what I understand, it was like great. Yeah, uh, and it's, I am not familiar, but. If 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 that's the direction they're going in here, yes, I will enjoy this because he was outstanding in that promo. Right, he was great at the end of the uh, there in the uh, AJ uh, Brian match when he came out and, and yeah. well, well, I mean, we can talk about that now. Yeah. AJ and Brian had their match. Oh, it went gosh. about what go like ten minutes or something like that. Uh, I want to say about ten minutes. Uh, eleven eleven minutes, almost twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, and then it ended in a double DQ, uh, no contest, I guess, because Nakamura came out and attacked both guys. Yeah. Um. First of all, the match was getting really good. That's like I mean, match. they were just from the moment one, they were they were good, and you could tell it was because they were excited to be in there together. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They were really excited, <laughs> and you saw the non finish coming a mile away because they're not going to give away this match. No, you know? they're no. they're going to make you wait to see this match. This is a SummerSlam match or something, you know. Although yeah, that being said, triple threat. This might be a triple threat now that he attacked Brian. 
Oh, we man. might, we guys, we <laughs> might get a triple threat between Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, and AJ Styles in a WWE ring. And that better close the show. <laughs> yeah, because they're going back to the co co uh, co pay per view. Yeah. So it, it better as long as Brock's not on it, it should. Yeah. And even if Brock's on it, close it with this match. Trust me. Um, you don't want anybody to follow Daniel Bryan no, at this point. No, just no. don't. Just don't. Learn your lesson <laughs> yeah. from the last time. Um, and that closed out the show. The attack by Nakamura was good. It yeah. was vicious. Um, Two low blows. That low blow was hot. Yeah. Was, uh, he does it in a different style because he's picking up the guy. I mean, he does it almost like he's, yeah. he kneels down yeah. and like goes to do an uppercut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's not just a hit real quick. It's a straight uppercut. Yeah. Like He's trying to take him off their feet. It's, um, it's vicious looking. Low blow Mora, whatever you're going to call it. Low blow Mora. <laughs> well, because it's low blow, and I don't knock him <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, so, yeah, so there was that, and that ended the show. And I feel like now, uh, yeah, now we can move over to uh, TakeOver. Yeah. The uh, TakeOver event of uh, the evening, which doesn't make any sense when I say it like no. that, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> TakeOver came, and it was Saturday night right before WrestleMania. We did some, uh, we, we talked about it a little bit. And then you and I talked. You, well, we talked. You and I talked about it a little bit the other day. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. and it was God. It was good. Like from an in-ring standpoint, the takeovers are almost always going to beat the main shows. Almost always. One, they have less matches nine times yep. out of ten. Two, they're not restricted quite as much as the main card guys with with because they've got a different set of people producing them yep. and agents and everything. So it's a very different playground. So it's weird to compare them the two of them. But from an in-ring standpoint, they're always going to have the, the more high-quality matches on them. Well, you think it more time. More yeah, because, well, again, less matches. More time for storytelling. Yeah. And, and you, I, you get maybe five matches on a two-hour, two-and-change and, 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 and that's show. what this was. You had two matches going over 30 minutes. The shortest match was the was the tag match, yeah. which was the third match in the card, which is 11 minutes. But the first match, oh, my gosh. The ladder match? Holy <laughs> crap. I was talking to Eric about that, and he was like, this felt like the closest thing to like old-school ECW yeah, yeah, it was that brutal. you see nowadays. And what's funny is a lot of the spots are stuff that aren't really – they weren't that dangerous compared to some other stuff they've done. <sighs> some of those ladder but spots, it just, though. They, with, I, but I feel like they looked more dangerous than they were. Maybe, I think that was the but, thing. With Valentin, because he almost slipped through the ladder, which I thought was going to be right, a spot. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but the couple of spots, the move outside with the ladder uh, between the table and yeah. the ring apron, and then with the ladder with a turnbuckle. Yeah, but again, I feel like the ladder, when it was tr- between the apron and the, and the table, I feel like it looked worse than it was. Because it was, I mean, really just Dane, uh, Dane just sat on it. Yeah. I mean, it, we've seen way worse stuff. We saw Jeff Hardy do that diving thing through the ladder at one of those WrestleMania. WrestleMania I mean, 23, yeah, exactly. I was there. Holy cow. We saw that. We've seen, you know, tons of really dangerous ladder spots. That one was relatively tame, but it looked good, and that's the key. You don't have to kill yourself yeah. to do a good, to do a really cool spot. I, I, I just feel like in a match like this, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it was like, great. I, I mean, this to me is is my match of the year right now. Yeah, yeah. But but I just feel like a match like this like shortens careers. It, it can, that's it, the one it, thing that bothers very me. well can it very well can. Well, they don't do these often, and that's a good thing. Because one guy I think got I don't know if it was Lars or somebody uh, got bloodied up a little bit. I think uh, was side. it Lars? It might have been Lars. Which which by the way, I am impressed with him. That's the first time I've really seen him in action. Oh really? Yeah, he's a good big man. Um, he's, and he's, wow. get, he's getting better. He's a good big man, that, but he's that, getting that better. That was good. Yeah, Killy Dean was great as always. EC three. I'm happy for him. He he faded to the background a little bit just because he wasn't big enough like Lars and Dane, and he wasn't high flying like Ricochet and um, Velveteen. Even did some crazy stuff. Yeah, so I was it's, impressed it's with him. It, 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 but he still looked good. I mean, even yeah. I say he faded to the background. I don't think that's true. He didn't fade to the background. He may not have stood out as much. But even being at the bottom of the list of guys who stood out in the match, he still. 
looked good. He still looked really good. So it's like there was nobody looked bad in this match. No, no. everybody looked th- th- great. Th- that's why I was happy for Killian. Ricochet looked like a look. He got to show off exactly why he's so popular. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. Ricochet was amazing. And Adam Cole, baby, there you go. your first North American <laughs> champion. Loved it. Loved that he got up there and grabbed that title belt. I was excited when that happened because I've been wanting him to have some success. Because they need it. They, they, that faction yeah. needs some success right now. Well, I got a ton of it right now. Yeah. Just a second. <laughs> so uh, we went from that one to the next one was the women's title match, right? Good match, yeah. Shayna, oh my God, it was, an, it was a great match, Dave. Good match. You get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> it was great. The storytelling in that was amazing. Shayna Baszler popping her shoulder back in. Granted, we all know it was storyline. But popping her shoulder back in with the ring post and everything, just from a character standpoint, made her look like a badass. I loved it. Well, and, and the fact that she was able to beat Ember Moon with one arm. This is almost because like Ember beat her, beat her with one arm before. So this is almost like the continuation of that where now Shayna, in a submission hold, mm-hmm. beats her with one arm, basically. Yeah, and it was great. Which tells you how tough they, they, they have her to be. And the fact that Ember didn't tap out either. Yeah, she passed out, which yeah. you called. You yeah. said it would happen. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Just make her look strong because she's she's fabulous. And, and she now, now she's on the main roster. The one thing I... I, I the one thing they never really polished off for Ember for me, which was always a bit of a sticking point, was her promos. She always comes across a little forced in her promos, like she's like she's playing a character. You know what I mean? Like instead of just talking to you and being serious with you and being direct with you and connecting on a level like that, she's always like, I am going to take over and I am going to beat you and there's nothing you can do to stop me. And it's always it always feels forced, you know what I mean? And I'm like, eh, she's not horrible. It's just not great. I, I kind of wish with her appearance, with the, with the contacts and everything, yeah. that there's a little bit more. I wish she'd had more mysterious, like uh, yeah, a little more mystique a, about a, her. In her, in her. They promo, started so. breaking that down a little bit when she started appearing at the performance center regularly with some of the videos, and I didn't love that because it took away. Because before that, she did have that mystique. We didn't know a lot about her. She was, you know, you know, uh, uh, mysterious and 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 uh, uh, just brooding in a way. Um, but then it all went away because she started appearing yeah. at the performance center, and then she started talking like a normal person. But what I am happy with with Ember going up is that she's a, she's a kind of like a high flyer in some ways. It's a her, bit, it, yeah. it's her and, and who's the uh, the girl because she's in the rubble, like dropping the elbow and everything. Oh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie yeah. Sane's amazing. Was this another one? But but that's. But I love that because there's not really – I mean, there's high flyers, but but she is a different style of high flyer. Oh, these are very different, yeah. yeah. And I like that. The, that's a good point you bring up. They have, very, they have very distinct styles, whereas you look at like – and I'm not knocking them for this, but you look at like a Peyton Royce and a Billy Kay, and they have a very standard it's, WWE women's type. wrestler style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they very much remind me of some of the divas from the past. And I'm not saying that they're not talented and they, you know, the, they're absolutely talented women wrestlers and whatnot. They're just – their style fits that mold, you yeah. know? So – um, but that's why another reason I like Shayna Baszler and, and Ember and Kyrie and them so much. Yeah, and Shayna, man, oh man, yeah, because yeah. oh, when's that time when, when she and and uh, yeah, the four not the four horsewomen, but her Rhonda, uh, the other girl who was at the show with Rhonda, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, Jessamyn Duke, yeah, yeah, Jessamyn Duke will be she'll be there eventually, maybe just for survive for a Survivor Series type thing, but she'll be there eventually, yeah, um, and that'll be fun, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so after that, we had the tag team match. The Authors of Pain versus the, help me out here, Pete Dunne and Roderick era, Strong, yeah. and then the Undisputed Era in Bobby Fish. No, I'm sorry, no, Kyle Bobby O'Reilly. Was, Bobby's injured. Bobby's injured. Kyle yeah. O'Reilly and um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby! Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he had to wrestle twice in the same night. 
And oh, yeah, well, not short rest period either. <laughs> no, one match was yeah. all he got. Now, granted, he got put through a table and he had to lay down for a while. Yeah, yeah, that but was like, okay, okay, he's gonna there, take a there's his, yeah. there's his, hey, have a breather for, for a few guys. Yeah. But man, what a match. Chaotic, but fun. Lots of fun. Um, it, it, what a cluster because this was the best match of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I didn't yeah. like how they that was a mess this year. The yeah, Classic. it just wasn't that good this year. But I'll tell you what, the finals made up for that. Yeah. Because, it, and I, I don't love that they added the Undisputed Era in there as the finals yeah. because they weren't in the rest of the tournament. However, they're bad guys, and that means they get an accolade they don't deserve, which is perfect. They can brag about that forever. That, hey, we won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic because <laughs> you only had one match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's... I love well, that. And the, so and the much. fact, which and I know they'll you know explain it in the future shows with the you know the whole uh, you know, Pete Dunn uh, or Roderick Strong. I mean, yeah, and all, and all that going down. Oh my god, that was great though. That you was know. great. Yeah, because you didn't see it coming. No, I loved the Roderick Strong strong turn. Yeah. I loved it so much because they, they, they courted him before and he yeah. turned him down. He's finally gotten so frustrated with where he is. He's he's decided to take him up on their offer, and it's perfect because I said this to you before. They strike me as an NWO like group. And they need to start picking up members. Like they need, they need another a, a few more members. The only thing that like bothers me about this is, is like, okay, you're at, you're at a point where you're about to win a tournament and a championship, and you're going to give up that up to join a faction. Yeah, but is he about to win? Don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, Pete that's had the him thing. That's and, the thing. You know. it, he did have him covered, but it's not <laughs> like that mattered much in that match. People were kicking out of things left and yeah, right. Yeah. So it's it's just it's. I get his turn simply from a frustration standpoint. He's been fighting against them for so long, and it's never paid off for him. He knew he had a guaranteed win if he turned on him. You know what I mean? Like, they'd win the match. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a house show thing recently. He's wearing one of the tag belts. So, so I think so, he, so, I think okay. he's the tag champion so, with so, Kyle O'Reilly. So they're treating this kind of like a um, like a like a freebird situation. I'm not will. sure they're treating it like a freebird situation so much as Adam Cole was deemed a temporary replacement, yeah. and so now Roderick Strong has been chosen as his actual replacement for Bobby Bobby Fish. Um, but I, so I think that's the way they're going to go. So he and that's another thing that's perfect for a heel character. He didn't win that gold, and he's wearing it anyway. Yeah. He's finally a champion, and he didn't earn it. I love it. It's so great. Um, it's one of the things I love about NXT so much. The storytelling, man. It's so good. Uh, and then yeah. on, so uh, anyway, it's like, yeah, again, Undisputed Era wins that. So big night for them. Yeah, and he's a champion via uh, Freebird rule. There you go. Okay, so there you go. There, you so go. there it is. So good for him. Good for him. Um, as a bad guy. Yeah. Then there was. Uh, Alistair after, Black. Oh, my God. The, the title match. Andrade Cien Almas, the champion with Zelina Vega versus Alistair Bad MF or black. That dude is so great. Their match was amazing, like I knew it was going to be. Uh, it went like 30 minutes or something. 18 and a half. Oh, 18 and a half? Was it the tag match that went 30? No, no. It was, what it else was went 30? Johnny Gargano. <laughs> well, yeah, but there, wasn't there another one that went close to Yeah, the to ladder 30? match. Oh, the ladder match. I'm getting yeah. my times mixed up. Okay, so 20 minutes, yeah. Those so it went close days. to 20 for this one. Yeah. Um, but it was a great match. Yeah, you know what? Now that you bring it up, it did feel a little short. <laughs> because <laughs> the one he did with Gargano... Uh, Almas and on Gargano went longer than that. I think that, that went long. Yeah, that was a near five star match. Uh, Zelina Vega getting involved in this. She is, does that all the time. But, but, but she was just, great. Just yeah, this was. She was great. Um, the whole match was good, and I just can't say enough about how just how tough as nails Alistair Black always comes across, and he maintains that. And boom, with a with a black mass, new NXT heavyweight champion, Alistair Black. 
So pumped about that. I love Aleister Black. This is, and it's been a while, and, and this is no offense to the previous NXT champions yeah. going back to, I think, Bobby Roode. Right. Um, but I think this is probably the guy that's been on the most on fire mm-hmm. and, and, and the guy that is, that is something that you like you want to see. And no offense to not watching yeah, the yeah. other guys, but this is a guy where, because when Roode fought like Shinsuke, and it was like, okay, it was okay, but they did the whole angle. Well, like, Shinsuke, Shinsuke was had on the fire. Injury. People love yeah. Shinsuke, yeah. When Shinsuke got to the title, he was on fire. Yeah. I think it was... It was a combination of, of like, but it was. I think you're right. He has, a, but he has a mystique about him. You know, yeah. I mean, Shinsuke. People kind of had him figured out and whatnot. Alistair Black. There's, I mean, a lot of people knew Tommy N, but not everybody. And when he became Alistair Black and everything, I think a lot of people were exposed to him for the first time. So he was the first one to really generate a lot of interest, like quickly, and with doing saying almost nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just having these performances that blew people away. He he just built up a like you said a, a real. He burnt. He, he was on fire real fast. Boy, and, yeah, yeah. The match against. Uh, Velveteen Dream, and then, match, and then the other matches. His debut match was against Andrade Cien Almas in a takeover, ah. and he beat him there. And it's it, the the funny part about this is you go back a year. Andrade was an enhancement talent. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He great. was just. He was just. He was the Ginger Mahal of of NXT. Dude, he was he was <laughs> Zack Ryder of NXT because he, he came was, out of nowhere. Yeah, he just he just. It just goes to show you that some of these guys, just because you're an enhancement talent, let me tell you, do your job and do it well. Because you never know when you're going to be called upon for that spot. And, and there was times the guys who wrestled in the independents, because you watch old tapes of Daniel Bryan and AJ yeah. Styles yeah. wrestling on Heat and back in the day mm-hmm. and SmackDown and stuff. And, yeah. And and look at them now. And, don't and, complain. And, like, and look at this guy You now. get all these people who say, oh, they're wasting him. They're wasting him. No, you don't know that. You don't know. Maybe there's a reason they're in that spot. You know, first of all, somebody's got to be in the opening match. Yeah. Somebody has to open the show. You know, and then on top of that, we don't know what's going on backstage. We don't know what plans are for the future. We don't know about them personally. We don't know if they're still working on something. Maybe there's a part of their their development that they haven't nailed down yet, so they're waiting. And, 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 yeah, and there's been a long history of that in wrestling. Yeah, I was talking to somebody earlier today who said something about, um, oh, who was it that they brought up from NXT? And they were like, um, no oh, no, they said they needed to bring them up from NXT because they were wasting them down there. And I was like, NXT is not a waste. I was like, not at all. I was like, because NXT serves a, an ex- a extremely good purpose. First of all, uh, some people to kind of hone their skills they already have. Yeah. But like, you look at somebody like Finn Balor, who's been wrestling for a long ass time, and he was world renowned. And matches he had. I mean, uh, okay. Kevin but here's Owens the thing: he was in NXT for a year, however long he was there, right? And uh, he gets up to the main roster, and they did an interview with him at one point, or it wasn't him? There's was some some other placed an interview with Finn Balor one time, and they asked him about his time in NXT, and he openly said that he needed that time in NXT because while he'd wrestled all over the world and he could have a five-star match and yada, 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 he didn't know how to have a five-star match for TV. He didn't know how to work the hard camera. He didn't understand yeah. playing to the camera and making sure you're also not ignoring that side of the it's, it's There's a whole process to that, it, setting up your moves and, your, and everything so you, that, that you're, you're positioned the right way. And that's why some of these guys, when they get signed, they're like, oh, they're going to come to the main roster. And they go to NXT because they, they need to learn all that. Yeah. And, stuff. and it's not that they're not already great. A lot of these guys are already great. Like Triple H went in. He said that about Finn. Yeah. He was like, Finn was already great. He just needed to hone some of the rough edges. And that was it. And he did. He went in there. He honed him. And now look at him. You know, he's main roster. And I mean, yeah, he's not where everybody wants him to be. But when he got there, he was right away universal champion. Yep. I mean, like, so, I mean, again, give the being in an NXT is not a, a, a problem at all. As a matter of fact... I'd like kind of like to see some guys go to NXT. I'd like to see like I, I would. I'm just saying this. I'd love Dolph Ziggler to end up in NXT. I think he'd do well there. 
Well, you know, Zack Ryder went back down there for a while. So you know, it's kind of going to reverse Cesaro went down yeah. there for a little while. That's kind of what helped kick them off. Then um, I'd also love to see. Um, oh, I talked to somebody about this earlier. We said Dolph Ziggler, and there was another one that. Well, I'd we like. talked. We mentioned Owens and Zane, but only from Zane. Yeah, from Zane would end up angle standpoint. Yeah. Um, so that'd be cool. But anyway, so I'm sorry. We got off topic again. Alistair Black won. Great match. Awesome match put together by those two guys. Um, I'm sure we'll get a rematch. Yeah. And then uh, on top of that, in fact, tonight we may find out if we're going to get a rematch. Um, and then on top of that, we had the main event of the evening. It was Tomasa Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano in an un- unsanctioned match. And if Johnny Gargano won, he got his NXT contract back. Man. Man, it was over 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 37 minutes. Jesus. But it was a war, that match, the whole time. And it was so good. Power bobs and ring aprons and oh my god, so DVDs much stuff. And- the 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 roll through when he when Gargano does the schoolboy and they roll at him he because he continues to roll and then kicks him. Yeah, he did that to Champa and it looked like he caught him really bad one time. And there's a picture after the match where you can see a huge goose egg oh. on Champa. He actually caught him with it on accident. But uh, it's I got to tell you, man, what a what a match. The storytelling was amazing. Both guys deserve a world of credit. Gargano might be one of the best sympathetic baby faces alive on the planet today, and Ciampa might be one of the o- one of the only true villains left in professional wrestling. It was such a good match. I uh, loved every second of it. I was I was drawn in the whole time. I just can't say enough good things about it. It was the whole show beginning to end was four and five star matches. Like it was so good. It yeah. was so good. Did you find that picture? No, I can't. Oh, find I thought you were looking it up. No, okay. No. Yeah, it, but it, seriously, what a, what a show! Um, if we're just rating takeovers, you know, on a on a, on a I don't know five scale or a ten scale, what do you want to do? Do a ten. Do a ten scale. I mean, this was easily a uh, like a nine. You think easily a nine? I was virgin on ten. I was verging on a you 10. You go 10. I'll, I'll, I'll go 9. I, I I wasn't like – I mean, I get the angle for the triple threat. I, I just, right. I, I'm not always crazy about that type of booking yeah. in those yeah, situations. Yeah. Like, if it's just a straight-up six-man tag, I wouldn't be fine with that. Yeah. I, I might – you know, just for realism's sake, I might go 9. God, I don't know. Because, like, my <laughs> logic for a 10 is that there's nothing I think you could do better. You know what I mean? And I can't think of anything I would have done better on this show. I think everything was done about as well as it could have been done. The storytelling in all the matches was good. The 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 and the intensity was there. Yeah. The the just the oh my god, it was so good. <sighs> I might go. I might go ten. This is my show of the year so far. Okay. This is it's holy crap. What a I, show. I mean, I'm not gonna argue against that. I mean, it's the best thing we've had so far this year of anything. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. WrestleMania was good and it was fun. And it was entertaining. This just was on a whole other level. It was a different. It was different. I went. I watched WrestleMania to see a spectacle. I watched this to see a wrestling. Show. And this was a two hour show, by the way. Yeah, yeah, not five. Yeah, so. Or slightly over two, but it was, yeah, definitely not, uh, well, that's seven hours on Sunday. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's if you count the kickoff, and we're not counting NXT's kickoff. No. They had a kickoff, too, but we just don't But they didn't have that. wrestling on it. Yeah, though. but it doesn't matter. I'm not counting the kickoff. Because <laughs> if we're only counting the wrestling on the kickoff, then it was really only like six hours for Mania, because they didn't yeah. use a lot of time for the wrestling um, on the kickoff show. But either way, again, they're two different things. I went to, and I've said this before, it's a three-ring circus, essentially. You go into the different things for you're going you're looking for different yeah, things yeah. in different places. Yeah, it, it, NXT. It's, I'm looking for wrestling. Like that's what I want. That's where I want my pure wrestling. It's a wrestling person show. And I go to the main show for my entertainment. You know, for my spectacle. And that's why I go there. And sometimes the two th- the two cross over. You know, I get entertainment and spectacle, and that's a plus too. But I'm just I can't really compare them to each other at that point. So 
In any event, great show. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And uh, I think that wraps it up for us. Yeah. So, yep. uh, again, you know, Facebook, or I'm sorry, FM99.com under the media tab, ESPR, right there. Takes you to our newest episode, which will be this one. And at least if you listen to it when it comes out. And then <laughs> if you'd like to uh, find us on our podcast apps, just go look on most of your major podcast apps, search ESPR, and then maybe WWE if you need that. And then to get in touch with us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter, ESPR, at, I'm sorry, at ESPR99. And email us your thoughts, concerns, comments. If you've got a review for, if you have your own review, your fa- what, what was your favorite match or, or moment from TakeOver or WrestleMania or something from WrestleMania week? Let us know at ESPR at FM99.com. We want to know. We'll get into this next week a little bit. So, uh, and again, email us, Chris. Yes. Email Please, us. Chris. Please. I do enough eating, sleeping, and podcasting. Don't make me repeat it.